another fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking hurt. Yeah, swap down the poker hunters, go and get a genie. Three, four stacks on a chinchilla bean. Got a cup full of mud and a drape in saline. Yeah, can't think for yourself, gotta think for the team. Yeah, fuck me like a star, gotta treat me like a king. Yeah, gotta roll with a chopper with a certain amount of bling. Yeah, bitch, don't get too comfortable. I'm not so high on life, I'm sick of this quarantine shit. Fuck, like week 10 of this shit, man. You're done off the quarantine? We're almost, what, two months I'm, in? I'm good off the quarantine. Go outside. I'm good off this shit. Take go a test. walk. Go to the beach. Fuck a walk, man. I need life to go back to normal. Like, who fucked it up like this, man? Maga chance. Put on the Rose Rush intervention. It's hard to stay sober when I'm spinning. It's hard to stay faithful when you win it. Showing you grateful and independent. Fuck all the danger. Spray out a stranger, you get too close. I said 300, but the rain really four. You talking back to me, I'ma cut your throat. Apparently, future high off life on his uh, on his latest LP. That's what I said. Uh, LP. <laughs> That's crazy. We really, we really got this man industry. LP. How you feel about future dropping 21 tracks, Chance? You said you don't like <laughs> 21 tracks. So future's your guy. It's not really 20. There's not really 21 tracks. This is five singles tacked on at the end. That's how I it's felt. 16 tracks. This is a good offering from Future. He um, pulled that excuse out so effortlessly. I was, I thought I had him in the corner. He just pulled it out. <laughs> no excuse. This was this this project felt very. I appreciate it. it. Felt brief. Like it wasn't. He didn't really drag it out. Um. How do y'all feel about it though? Like, like what are your what are your thoughts? I feel the same way. I dropped my review uh, today on Sound Sports. Shameless plug. I give it a high five out of ten. I thought. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of over Future talking about the normal Future stuff of, like, how he's fucking all these girls. And, like, bro, we know. We see you in the relationship. We see it. <laughs> like, you can't keep lying to me and telling me these things. It's, like... We've seen the products we'll lose of these the relationships. Pill. It's whole children. Exactly. Like, the other stuff is starting to lose a pill. But it was a very average Future project. I think he was on a hot streak. He was on, like, five straight projects that were, like, really good in my eyes. Then this one like kind of was just average. You like this one uh, less than than Wizard? The yeah, I like the Wizard way more. Yeah, I also feel the same way. This was um like Taj. My first impressions of this album, like niggas probably wouldn't want to ask me because I was not high on it at all. Over the weekend, I came around a little bit more, so I'm I'm gonna stick at like a, a like a light six, light six out of ten. Um. This project, like, there were a few standouts, but Future wasn't really saying a whole lot on the, on this project, first of all. Um, and I just thought he was more ambitious, and I thought we got more flavors out of the Wizard. So this, for me, was just a downgrade. So um, that's that's kind of where I'm, I'm looking at it. Um, I guess, I don't know. Like, it was a downgrade, but it also wasn't, like, like... I don't know. It was kind of confusing for me because the songs didn't necessarily feel like fillers. It just felt like they weren't done, like to their best ability. Like that uh, young boy song, like I liked it. And I know I hated was praising it a lot. Song. You said you hate it. Hated it. It sounded like that. Um, my last that song from like twenty eleven with Chris Brown and Big Sean. It sounded yeah. like that whole era of music. It sounded oh, terrible. Oh man. I mean, yeah, it was whatever. Like. It was cool, but when I saw that, I was expecting a lot more. Um, I thought the features 
the, song, the features across the project were pretty yeah the young thug like song was very meh the travis scott feature was actually probably my favorite feature which was like surprising um i think that's because he didn't do too much travis scott he kind of just did his background vocals or whatever um like the dirt feature the Dirk, I mean, yeah, that was a single though. Like Chance said, I'm not. That was really, a single, it's almost I'm hard not, for I'm me to even like look at those last five songs as a part of the project. Like Life is Good and the remix. Like I'm not playing those at all. Um, I, I don't thought, know, I thought it was a cool Future. project. You, you said guys, what? I thought Uzi watched Fe- watched Future on that song. That sounded like an Uzi song. That Future. I mean, that like was an Uzi, Uzi song. It definitely had to be an Uzi song. That song just fell out of place. Period. It sounded like this, this yeah, definitely belonged on Eternal Take. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I thought Thug, I thought Harlem Shake had potential. I, I mean, I like the song. And the production is crazy throughout, of course. Like, that's expected. Yeah. But I just don't like when Future does shit like, I don't really like Touch the Sky that much. Like, Touch the Sky is a cool track, but a, another one is One of My. That was such a repetitive, just track. Oh, I really liked track. One of My. That's funny. It was I cool. Hated, I, I hated it that much track. Legs, that was my least favorite track. That was my least favorite track on the entire project. I really like Up the River, um, Trillionaire with YB. You already know how I feel about that one. Um, Too Comfortable, probably arguably one of the best tracks on here. The intro, High Tech Tech, um, Ryan Stryker. Pretty so there are like seven song. or eight on here. <laughs> every there, song. There are like six, seven on here that are that are good tracks. None of them are like blowing me away, but that's that's kind of why it gets like that five or that six out of ten yeah i it's wasn't just like you away. know an average one of the mill future project i was satisfied though i definitely say i was satisfied do you feel like it's um I, when i first like heard it the first like comparison i thought it was wayne's funeral the project that was like it had like probably eight or good eight nine good songs on there that would have been a good project by itself then he like threw on like 10 other songs i was like all right bro kind of dragging it on did you feel the same did y'all well did y'all feel that way yeah, like, the fillers weren't too bad. That's the thing. Like, the fillers weren't that yeah. bad, and there weren't too many fillers, but it was just, like, there were some things where it was just, like, from Trillionaire, Harlem Shake, up the river, and then, like, right before you get to Too Comfortable, it's, like, Pray for a Key. And it's, like, that song, in my opinion, just didn't need to be on the project. And it's, like, messing up the sequencing a little bit for me. Um, so, like, I guess I can hop on board with that take, that, like, Without some of these songs, um, like some of these were definitely not necessary to go on the project, but it's whatever. I also felt like for, for for a project called High Off Life, it lacked really any energy. Like Future was kind of... Other than like Life is like Good. Like I was kind of just, I'm not saying I was bored, but I w- there wasn't, I wasn't, like the project wasn't doing much for me just on like a casual listen. That was um, one of my biggest... Obviously... Yeah. You get to like the highlights, like of course when Ryan Strikers come on or High Tech Tech, like like uh, some of those songs I mentioned, those are definitely standouts. But the rest of the album is kind of just like I'm not gonna say filler, but it's like okay, like that was one of my biggest takes. It feels like even when Future's like in the back, it feels like Future's been like a caricature of what everybody knows Future for. Sometimes like it feels like that whole wave of like this like strictly aux music that type of thing that's not future anymore that's not what he's doing he's kind of like it just doesn't feel genuine like it did before like you don't really believe what he's saying and then you hear songs like um accepting my flaws where he basically says like i'm trying to fix myself and then you go back and then right after that you hear life is good it's like you're giving mixed signals like you're clearly lying to people about half these songs. Except that my flaws sounded like he was just like 
fuck everybody. He was I just got going fuck off everybody all his vibes. Like he like I know I'm he like I know I'm problematic, but like fuck everybody. That was like fuck everything. Just give me Lori. I'm straight. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt to me. Yeah, the songwriting on that joint was definitely crazy. But I see what Taj is saying because I definitely thought we were gonna get like a different vibe or whatever for the whole album. Um, just like a more upbeat future because the life is good future that we got on there is like in my opinion completely different than the future we got on the project like taj was saying but i don't know i don't really have too much to hate about this how project much, how much is it expected to sell first week you 180 180k so this is like his like six straight projects selling 100k and i think, I think both you guys biggest, said it. no 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 this is not this is his, this is his biggest selling one but I'm yeah saying, you're like, right six it's, he has 100K. a streak yeah, I think Chance yeah. said it first in the group chat. Then Vance tweeted it that um, Future belongs alongside uh, Kendrick, Cole, and Drake. So do y'all still have that stance, or is it like one hundred three and one? Right. Dude, gonna put my take on Twitter and not. First of all, first of all, I need Chance to stop acting like he's copywriting intellectual property because that's not that's not what's going on at all. Um, it was ironically posted. Twitter. Like I didn't, Chance I didn't, said it see, the day I, I didn't even. I'm so confused. Like, are you talking? Are you talking about? I said in this comment, dude didn't even respond. Are you talking? Are you talking about a tweet? Did you tweet something about future? He said it in the group chat to us, and then you posted it. He gonna oh, act like he I, didn't see I, it because he literally commented on it. You it. saw that bit because you commented on it. I really did not see it. the message, man. Cap. But um, but yeah. Uh, I definitely am on board with the thing that Future's still top four, right up there with Cole, Kendrick, Drake. Um, I remember there was some post on IG I saw that was saying, like, dude has 10 albums in the last decade, um, or 10 projects or whatever. Like, new Future fans not gonna know that though. Hundreds of singles, um, and he's really just been like filling his future void since 2013, 2012. Um, really in the mainstream since like Honest and Same Damn Time and all that. But I think Future definitely needs to get the, get like the respect to get his flowers while he's here. Cause, um, no Future goaded for sure. He's definitely goaded, but I still think he's one of the most underrated artists in terms of, you just never hear him in conversations. Um, I mean, I would, I would agree. But Future yeah. has like what seven, seven, eight straight like mixtapes, just flames, like flames, all flames. gems. No. That's just mixtapes. Then you add on the Hendrixes and the DS2s. Like, nobody the, did what he did from 2014 through 2017, if you ask Honest, me. Honest, Pluto, all them shits. But yeah. All right, I'm not mad at it. I'm not the biggest, like, future fan, but I'm not mad at him being in the same conversation. You can't deny that he wasn't, like, a top four artist in rap. So I'm cool with that. He's just been uh, consistent, to- decently consistent. You said what? I was about to ask if you guys want to get into exposing Billboard. With six nine, Daniel Hernandez. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Hernandez. When I even want to call him six See, nine. I guess I'll break down the, just a little backstory. Uh, six nine's been whining on IG for the last week, so complaining whine. that, <laughs> complaining that Gooba, uh, his single isn't getting the streams counted properly. It's not getting proper stream count from Billboard. Um, which has it sitting, I don't even l- know where it's sitting, like at number, number four, three. maybe? Number I think three. It's at three. Three yeah. on the Billboard charts. Um, and he's mad that he claims that Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's single, which is currently sitting at number one, is a uh, product of fake 
and fabricated streams. Uh, he claims that people at Ariana's label use six credit cards. I don't know why he knows this number. Six credit cards <laughs> to purchase 30,000 streams or 60,000 streams, something like that. Um, so that their position can get to number one on Billboard. Um, the take isn't like a new take we've heard in terms of Billboard manipulating the charts, but it's definitely interesting coming from somebody like 6ix9ine, who you would almost think is the one that would be benefiting from Billboard's manipulation. But I don't know. I think it's definitely an interesting kind of funny. It's like another beef he has, you know. But now it's like with the whole Billboard calculation system. It was it was just unnecessary to me. Like, who I thought. Well, I don't know. Do you guys give like Billboard rankings? Do you guys give that any credence? Credence, or I feel like that's the word. Credence. I mean, credence. Credence. Are, nah. Like yeah. a number one track. Like. Yeah. Do you guys I don't like, think see that determines like, how oh, good a track I gotta is. Gotta hear but... the number one track. Um, I'm not. I'm not quick. To, I don't regularly check the Billboard charts, even though like probably should. Like I have no clue what's really sitting on there. Um, like that Ariana and JB song is number one, and I I can't tell you one word. I don't even know. What I didn't even is. know. I didn't even know they dropped. Well, again, we are a small audience. They are global, international artists with far more fans and listeners than we can even fathom. We also like, don't listen to the radio. Exactly. True. But that was that was the whole argument that that a lot of the streams they got like in the in defense or maybe um, in defense of Billboard, someone claimed that. Um, like the streams, the reason that they were number one is that they had like the bundles, you know, the merch bundles. When you buy the track, you get a copy. Apparently, they had like had a spike in sales like Thursday night before the Billboard um, rankings came in. And then on top of that, um, they had like way more radio play, which is believable. Um, it's definitely believable, but I'm still on board with six nine because if we didn't know. believe if we didn't believe that they were already buying streams, I mean. Billboard claimed that it was coming from various purchasing bundle types uh, from directly from the artist's web store that was contributing to their boost in streams and sales. Um, and it's kind of like the Travis Scott thing. I mean, if if a label is capable of buying streams directly, I mean, it would almost seem that like buying a bundle like well we put it past the label to buy a hundred merch items from an artist like a hundred t-shirts like we know there's been a history of labels buying a bunch of cds like back when cds were a thing labels buying a bunch of physical cds um just so that their artist sales would go up and that they could chart higher on the on the billboard chart so like if that happened if that was happening in 2005 2006 like i definitely wouldn't put it past them to buy 2,000 Travis Scott shirts so that highest in the room can stay number one just one extra week, you know? Like, there's, it's, it's almost an easier, more discreet way. It's almost the perfect way to fabricate streams by putting it into a merch bundle because you can't say that the shirts didn't get sold. They might have gotten sold, but just to nobody. So I, I think it's... I my weekend hoodie from After Hours. You it's got scammed. Like That's crazy. But you gave him a, <laughs> you gave him a stream. Yeah, so congrats, Abel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't doubt it. It's it could, it's definitely being fabricated in some way. Um, that's just how the world works. We're not naive here. Do you care? Um, I don't. I don't give. A, I don't care about the charts. Um, artists do, obviously. Um, 
So the news was like on um, the country singer Kenny Ches- Chesney, whatever his name is. Kenny Chesney, of, yeah. Of him doing the whole bundle, getting number one, and then the week after getting number one, he had to refund all those tour tickets. But he still Wait, got number one. Uh, for real? He did? I mean, that? honestly, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Honestly, 95% I do. of honestly, the sales came from bundle. I don't like, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of the bundle things. Like, in, in theory, it makes sense. Like, if, if you're willing to support somebody by buying, like, what, a $50, $60 t-shirt or, like, a $100 hoodie, then... It should definitely count towards a stream. Damn, one album equivalent. It's like, damn, like, I'm not tripping off that. But at the same time, I don't know. It it is a little phony. It's it's, because you know that's why they're doing it. You feel me? Like, you make money off the merch, but that that just throwing the sale at the end is, is definitely beneficial to the artist, so... I mean, I'm not really mad at it, but it's just it's just weird. I don't even know how the billboard counts the numbers. Like, it could all be falsified, to be honest. I was I like I, I, like I want to say I don't care, but like it's just hard not to, cause like as an artist, like whether we like it or not, like we do put stock into or stake stock. I don't even know what where it was the right one to use, but regardless, we put a lot of shit into billboard charts <laughs> in terms of like. Like, we want to chart, like, you want to get your song on there. If we already kind of disregard the Grammys as, like, having no type of validity as an institution, like, Billboard is, like, kind of one of the things that we still sort of look at. Um, I remember seeing a story a couple years ago that Rolling Stones, like, the magazine, was uh, preparing to roll out their own music, like, sale thing to kind of compete with Billboard, since so many people were... uh, Matt with Billboard over the years, but I never saw that kind of take off or come to fruition. So, like, if we're going to be stuck with Billboard, like, I would want it to be authentic and integrated, but I'm not even really sure if this is a fault of Billboard or just, like, a fault, like, an inevitable fault of streaming, like, things getting fabricated online as everything goes digital, you know? Like, is this really on Billboard to blame for playing into it? I guess, but who knows? Yeah, I think we've reached a point of, like, no return. When Nav, like, I defended him twice on his podcast, but he's his project wasn't 130K first week good. Like, you can't license V-Loan merch, let that count as a sell. And then, like, he had yeah, whole remember, V-Loan merch and dropped two albums. Like, he dropped two whole albums. <laughs> Tyga dropped his last album, and, like, a part of his bundle was a $3 condom, and you got an album that was $9, and that counted as a sell. It's like the artists are kind of just... The artists oh, and right. labels are kind of just like manipulating it, but it is what it is. You can't really do anything. Because then I remember Billboard tried to make, they tried to change it to where, like, they tried to put some rules in, like, it couldn't come directly from, um, like, of like if you were going to buy V-Loan merch for, the, for Nav, it couldn't come from the V-Loan store, it had to come from, like, Nav's web store, and then the item, so, like, Tyga couldn't do what he does, it has to be at least 50 cents over it has to be like nine fifty, I think, because they said that they're saying that an album costs ten nine ten dollars, so it has to be like fifty cents over that. But that's really like barely any regulations, you know. Good talk. All right, let's go into our unheard artists. This is I tweeted um, my support of him, uh, Detroit rapper. He did a project with Alchemist. Um, I came across this, this project the same way I came across the um, Orion Sun project. I did the whole, like, hey, Apple, play music you think I would like. And it's, like, came up. And then I found one of my probably favorite rap albums of the year. 
So this is uh, Boldy James, his project, The Price of Tea in China. And this is a song, Speed Demon Freestyle. Well spoken on some niggas that been jailbroken. Heard he told on his plug, CO left his cell open. Might go out in the blaze of glove, he still in hell totin'. Dumpin' that Lucifer, see Sawyer with the grill smoke. That's how we know the drink hit when ain't no seal on it Brody still a make a fake brick and put the smell on it Traffic in the bag, ain't got no paper trail on it A million dollars in cash, would you kill for it? No punchlines, no cute shit Cause if I press play, my niggas really mute shit Had dog bleeding from the mouth, thick as mucus Niggas boosting on the Merkins, we just heard a bunch of shooting That was Boldy James, Speed Demon Freestyle, this project all produced by Alchemist, one of my favorite rap projects of the year so far. Top tier stuff. All right, Definitely cold. About, you guys want to talk about the guy? Sir Capilot. Capilot. The hottest in the game last episode. I mean, chance to agree, but I actually kind of agree. I think he might be probably the hottest. I, I think he's really the hottest. Get the baby I mean, Get the baby out of here. He projected to sell 90K first week, so... Um, that's got to be higher than like any project. other any other rap, quote unquote rookies. Um, Polo G the goat. the goat, sixteen songs, forty eight minutes. Um, Shot Town rapper Polo G. What, what y'all think of this project? What y'all thought of this project? I thought it was crazy. Um, I didn't even really listen to his first project that got a lot of love, the one Taj had in his top twenty five. I wasn't able to really get into that, so I was expecting. A lot from this and it, and it pretty much delivered i was kind of surprised going through every song was hitting um one thing for me is i like when an artist doesn't need a feature in order to have a very different sounding hook and verse like if you sound way different on your verse than you doing your hook and then the whole song still sounds all right like that's pretty like that's definitely a top tier quality for me and i think polo g does that really well um like, I don't really know what more to say. I thought it was just like a really, really, really solid project. Production is cool. Um, the features were cool. Bars were cool. Um, I think he's got a lot of potential in the future, for sure. Yeah, I probably listened to this project like 10 to 12 times because I'm writing a review for it. And like last year, Van said it, he made my top 25, but that project was like, he made my top 25 strictly off just like raw potential. I was like, this dude is going to be crazy because he does what all of like his Chicago peer rappers do well, but he like blends it into one. So like Dirk is pro like probably most known for his like love songs for the street series, like being able to do that whole thing. Uh, Polo G can do that. Um, Herbo is known for like his whole PTSD talking about like what the streets did to him. Polo G does that. And like even on like a big scale, like Kanye is known for like talking about mental health and stuff like that. Polo G talks about depression and being bipolar in his raps. And it's like he like puts in messages in fact. his projects, but it doesn't sound corny like people would accuse like Wale or a J. Cole for being. It never sounds corny from Polo G. And like it was I was trying to figure out for so long why that is. And then I watched the interview he did with Pigeons and Planes, and he basically explained how he's like obsessed with Tupac. And then it all made sense. He like models Tupac pretty clearly in his music. He even had the last song was a changes sample. From I did hear Tupac. that sample. So Yeah. It was really a project. If yeah, it's a really good project. If you like Chicago artists or you like Tupac or anything like that, you'll probably appreciate it. You get a chance to listen, Chance. It's redundant. I did. Um 
I mean, I don't know how to feel about this project. I thought it was pretty good. I like Polo G. I think he's really talented. It has a lot of potential. All the good shit y'all said. Uh, dude, definitely hot right now. Can really spit. Um, I don't know, but like just going through the track list, I don't know if maybe because he's like very raw, but I kind of just got lost. Like all the tracks started to just kind of meld into one for me. Um, I feel like the subject matter is definitely potent. He's, he's talking about some real shit, but like outside of that, like I kind of just kind of got lost in the track list. Like it was hard to like pick and distinguish one song from another. Um, I thought the features were really nice when we got them. They were very few. So maybe like he would benefit from that, but I kind of got lost in that in that flavor where it was just, it, we were kind of getting the same flavors over and over again. Like it was like, all right, we get this like very, you know, typical kind of Chicago instrumental. He goes on and he spits and then like we move on. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it didn't hit, hit that hard for me. I think that's a good point. Like, and it kind of made me have this internal like discussion, like thinking about well, like why albums are made or how they're made now. Like it seems like this is one of the projects, or at least it's exemplary of this, like kind of creating a project just for your fans to find their favorite four and five to like pick off of it, and then like almost making them all kind of sound similar-ish enough to where um, fans can easily find like four or five of their own. Uh, off the project and still say like the rest of the album is cohesive or whatever um like do you think that's a good way of trying to make an album rather than like kind of having your fans like try and really absorb the whole thing like collectively i don't know if i'm making a lot of sense but like i, I would have you the, definitely make i would sense. have the weekends album has like a lot of different vibes like because it's really kind of trying to tell a story throughout the album and, like, I feel like it would be a lot harder to pick just, like, five songs off of the Weekend album that you think are, like, oh, like, these all kind of sound the same. I'm just going to listen to these versus, like, this one sounds like pop. This one sounds like R&B. I get what you're saying. Like, I do notice a lot of artists doing that, just dropping, like, 20-song projects, and they all sound the same. Like, we said the whole Nav and Lil Baby discussion last episode. Well, like most of the project sounds the same, but then you just like pick the five. Or is that like just most. what an album is today? You know, like maybe. No, we didn't say that, Bala Baby. You said that, Bala Baby. We mean uh. me and Vance, Chance. <laughs> we said that, well, me and Vance, Vance and I said that last episode about that. So I agree with that. But I don't think it's like uh, some type of like deep scheme, like we want to make it like this. I think yeah, of course, of course, crazy talented. Like, we named The Weeknd, who's probably one of the most talented people and with a crazy budget. So he can afford different sounds, different producers, different people to help him write. But most people are going to just do the sound they know best. So you can't, like, super kill him for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to fault about the Kill Polo G. Obviously, a very Oh, like, no. Nah. I wasn't trying raw. to kill him for it. I no, was no, just no, thinking no, about no, this no. new generation in, in total of just, like, making an album for... Like, what does an album even really mean anymore? Is I guess. I agree with your take because versus a collection of like, songs, versus a collection of songs. It precisely, this felt like kind of like some tracks that Polo G like standalone. These are all great tracks. That's what I'm trying to say. Like when you when you take when you take one off, obviously it's like a great track. I like I like it, but as a project, like 
they all sound too similar and they're all really they're talking about like roughly the same subject matters, albeit in different ways, different scenarios, different situations, but it's all kind of like the same shit. I didn't hear that. Um, I think no. I don't I know. You gotta listen to it. You gotta listen to it. It doesn't have one central theme. Like, there's no one central theme, but this not. He's not sticking with the same subject. He's but it's that about, like, same. I'm not saying the same subject, but you, but but you take that dirt. Like like I would compare him to like a dirt. Like Dirk don't talk about the exact same thing on every song. He obviously has shit to say, but you Dirk has kind of he has his signature style. He has his signature flavor. When you listen to a Dirk song, it's like a uh, uh, what what the fuck is saying? Go a, a tiger doesn't change his stripes. Like that's kind of how this felt to me. Like he talks <laughs> is about that, different shit. Is that the but saying? it's kind of like a tiger doesn't change his stripes. Maybe it is. It's, Maybe I'm an idiot. It's, it's not necessarily bad or, or that he sounds quote unquote the same. It's just. But when I don't you hear listen him sound to an the entire same on the project, project. like you don't hear him sound song, that. I know and Martin and Gina, that's like him singing. He got that song with um Inoli Chop, and it's like a crazy like. But that's just why I crazy compare drums. him to Dirt. That's why I compare him to Dirt because I Dirt brings different flavors, but it's still just Dirt. Like you kind of gonna get that over the course of like a Dirt project, which is why Dirk has never really made a project that's just like blowing me out the water. But I think no, that's I more of a testament to you just not liking Dirk as an artist. I do like Dirk. No, not I, like, I, don't like you, Dirk. I understand what you're saying about Dirk. Dirk will like pick a sound and it'll stick to that sound for the whole project. Like Love Songs for the Street, you know exactly what sounds you're gonna get the entire project. The project yeah, you dropped that gave the exact same sound the whole project. But I don't think Polo G does that. Polo G switches it up. I mean, I definitely gotta sit with the album longer. Just first impressions, like I have I have my few that I'm gonna take off. But as like a cohesive project, I don't know. I'm still, the jury's still out. All right, what's the jury on Roy Woods' Dim Times? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> the jury, we've, we've, we, we came back, we reconvened in like five minutes. How we didn't even need a recess. I don't know who Roy Woods is for real. Huh? You said about Roy Woods not even clouded like that. Roy Woods isn't clouded like that. Do, you, do we Woods, think? Do we think he should be? Is, do we think he should be OVO, clouded? What do you expect? Are you artist, expecting to hear a yes or no in your ears right now? <laughs> OVO artist, uh, Roy Woods, dropped a project, or not even a project, a, a, a very small EP, six songs called "Dim Times." Um, the joint was trash. He's been he's been active for a while now, like five six years. Um, I think we were all fans of him in his early days, but over time he has digressed, in my opinion, <laughs> drastically. And this is the uh, this the is the fall of that. Um, Chance is being too nice, but yeah, I don't check. know. I just I don't really like I don't I don't really like this project. I thought to me and never your way. I thought it started off okay, but as the project spirit on, it was just I was not feeling it. We got like Cardi vibes. It was yeah, it felt Terrible. out of place. Felt super out of place. The instrumentals yeah. weren't doing him any favors. Like this is just to me, this is not his lane at all. And I think I saw it like I, I saw him um, open for Drake, and I was kind of getting that vibe, like his whole aesthetic, the type of music he was making, introducing. Oh, he opened it was at, not uh, that flavor. He opened that uh, for Scorpion at that show. Or yeah, whatever. It was yeah, he opened Drake and the Three Amigos, whatever it's called. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's clear what Roy was was like. So what the plan for Roy was was when he signed the OVO. He was supposed to be like the weekend. Like he had that whole type of sound. He said like the weekend was one of his biggest inspirations. 
the weekend of Michael Jackson, I think is what he said. But I don't know what he's doing now. He, like tried to be like a rapper from Atlanta, half the project. Then like did you the best did you songs, even see Drake promote the project? He gave it. I actually did check because I was like gonna kill. He Drake. did. Promote he gave it. it two posts on his Instagram story. Okay. Okay. Along with like some random YouTube videos, <laughs> like right. That's before. like that's like that's like the max Drake promo you're gonna get. But continue. My fault. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think there's any way Drake heard this project. I hope Drake didn't hear this project <laughs> before it got posted. Cause if he did, Drake hates Roy Woods. Like, there's no way you let that song that this project come out after if you heard tracks like two through five. The first song and the outro were good, but the middle rapping Roy Woods just isn't what the world should hear. We might have to add to the to our theory that Drake is really, really strategically trying to do his artist dirty. If, I had a theory about this project. I don't think so. If I this think was approved, Woods, just like that, Roy Savage is doing whatever he wants, though. So, you, like, so you, what do you mean? So you think it's are the you same? gonna tell an artist no? You can't make this art. If Roy yes. Woods wants to make that, that's on him. Nah, that's not yeah, art, yeah. Chance. That's not that's not art. That's a couple SoundCloud beats. <laughs> I mean, this was not a good. You could have made project, that. You could have made that project. This sounds like Roy Woods. Damn, what you trying to say about me? <laughs> How you know I didn't want to start I know Drake. Song? I know Drake wouldn't approve a Chance Morris project. That's all I know. Not to come out on an OVO OVO name, but continue. You think you think it's more like he's I don't just know if I independent? Feel offended. I, I'm I'm offended. Oh man, I heard I heard I heard yeah, his whole hurt. rapping. That was a blatant. <laughs> that was a blatant this. You don't know what I was planning to do this summer. <laughs> oh, you don't yeah. know what I had plans on. I went. I was going to get a, a pack from you, but fuck you. That's crazy. I'm not sending Chance any beats, everybody. Just don't worry. Continue Which type though. Beat would you rap on Chance? What's yeah. What type, type beat? beat? What you? Ch- what type? What's the Chance yeah, type? Fuck beat? you, niggas. Trippy man. Red. Chance rap on Trippy Red type beats. Stop blowing. Chance rap I'm on Benny a, the Butcher type beats. I'm not a spitter. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know. I wish he would. I thought he had potential, like many people in the OVO camp. I don't know. He just. Fuck, like, these niggas just can't make good projects. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm just sad to see that nobody on the OVO camp besides P&D is seeing any success or even making good music. Fuck the success. These niggas can't make no good music no more. And it just breaks my heart because I really like these artists. Sad I've been face. trying to, like, push you on this hill to, like, say that Drake should take more of a hands-on approach instead of giving them freedom. But... You won't take I don't the think bait. Drake will ever be that though. That's that's the thing that why not? I'm not gonna take the bait because I don't think that's Drake's mo. I don't think that's ever been Drake's mo, even when he does features. Like Drake never, I don't think Drake has ever really built niggas up. That's a like, lie. He's always, that's a lie. He built. I'm, no, no, no. He he put niggas on, but I'm saying like he never. I don't think he ever took a nigga and just morphed them. You know what I mean? Like transformed them. You kind of feel you kind of feel me like even with Black Boy JB like JB had a sound that Drake came, hopped on and co-signed and that's how he got popping. But that was always well. I yeah, think I think I think, I think at this point that's label. I think that's because Drake is more of like a it's more of like a literal stimulus. Like it's not like Travis. You know, people go on Travis songs or Travis features or whatever to sound like Travis. Like we don't really get the same thing with Drake. Like artists just do what they do, and then Drake kind of just adds like the appeal. Like it's not even, it's almost like a lazy feature. No, Drake literally comes on there. That's why Drake is he's lasted so long because he can do your sound. 
sometimes better than you can. Right, so, like, he'll come to your sound, he'll fit in with you, like, he's not gonna morph you to help develop. I mean, I don't want to say that, because it sounds like I'm killing Drake, but, like, Blockboy JB, or I'm just trying to think of, like, all the Drake features I can that happened, like, yes, indeed, with, like, Lil Baby. Even if you think of somebody like Fetty Wap, My Way Remix, which is obviously the most pop, not Fetty Wap's most popular song, but the more popular version of that song, like... Damn, you're giving away Fetty all of Watt our topics. His, giving away all of Fetty our Watt topics. did his own thing, exactly. but Drake just came in there and he jousted. He jousted the way Drake would. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not talking so, about features. I don't expect Drake to build up, be in Atlanta, building up Lil Baby. I'm talking about the artist <laughs> in Toronto who signed to OVO. Who clearly need help building their sound. Maybe Drake's just salty that the weekend didn't wanna like you know, Drake wanted to be like a OG for the weekend and the weekend didn't want that. And now maybe Drake's just been Smart butthurt decision. about it ever since. But think think about the artists we've seen do that, like like the most infamous, Lil Wayne, with building up Drake and Nikki. Uh Drake and Nikki. Or even Ye. Not even Ye really building up Cuddy, but helping Nah, definitely built you know, up Cuddy, Travis, Cuddy. yeah. And Travis and um, it's like all around. You know the artists on his label. Drake has just, but Drake has never been. But Drake doesn't need it, to because he's is Drake all in on the music. Drake is not really a music executive. Like we're really having Drake another Drake talk. Exec. But he doesn't. Need yeah, to. I mean, but fuck, he doesn't. But he doesn't. Name, but, but he doesn't need to. Like Drake is already like the thing with Travis and Kanye. Like though that was his legacy. Like he was passing that on to the next generation. But Drake, his influence and like the next generation quote-unquote you could even say like the current generation of rap it's like unmatched like everybody sounds like drake like nobody sounds like drake but in the same in the same sense everybody sounds like drake if that makes sense like just the way niggas are sounding on their songs when it comes to singing about women stuff like that um (laughs) so like i don't know i don't know if drake has to pioneer an artist sound because he's like pioneered everybody's sound like if that makes sense. I get it. I guess we'll just move on. I didn't even notice we were in a Drake talk. It's like a virus. We just like in it, it really is. Drake is the like real Van, COVID. When Vance said we've like got into a Drake talk, it snapped me out and I was just snap realized we were like ten minutes <laughs> deep into a Drake talk. Chance it was the Thanos song. Um since we talking about Roy, I'ma play um there's some shit that nigga was on, but fuck Twitter names. 2015, not really, but Roy Woods, XSCP, Get You Good, back when this nigga was fire. Play that shit. I feel like it's been a long while now since you've been gone. Maybe it's cause we had sex the time, it was too damn good. Don't let your panties get too wet, let me take it off for you. Who else is gonna be a man to you? I know that I'm young, but I'm just being honest Y'all pay me right now, baby, let's go father Cause I'm gonna get you good You don't fuck with niggas in your hood Southside nigga in the name is I've noticed like 10 different 20,000 retweeted tweets about Fetty Wap this week alone I don't know what he did to get so viral in this moment But people have been talking about Fetty Wap So I thought we should talk about Fetty Wap And the impact he had Chance that he had no impact. He was the same as designer. Please explain his impact. That's crazy. Fetty Wap had arguably the three biggest songs of 20... What? What year was that? 2015? What were the three? Trap Queen, Again, and then... No, he had Wait, four. How Again went? How Again went? I'm not ready. I'm not about to sing game, it. Baby. Taj got it. 
Um, Wait, I go, I go, sing it. <laughs> you only get that once. You only get one snippet, one leak. Uh, it was again my way. Uh, six, seven, nine, and then Trap Queen. Those were. Huge. I mean, he had popular songs, but Impact. All right, sure, that, that's Impact. That, that, uh, he came from he nowhere. We don't even designer. know if people understood what the concept of a trap was before Fetty Wap. If we're being completely honest. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. If we're being completely honest. But then where did he go? What you mean? He gave away six big songs back to back to back to back to back. He had nothing left. Uh, from th- two to three to four. I to blame six. his manager. Whoever let him drop all three of those songs in the same year needs to get fired from whatever label he was working at because I've never seen an artist mismanage so so horribly. Like He really had three huge songs in the tuck and dropped them all. Like I'm not even sure if they project since. I was about to say, like, we haven't even gotten a project. Like, we got a six nine. He was featured on that six nine record. Um, and that was about it. But I think I don't know. I think he was lucky. He was I'm not lucky because he did it like multiple times, but I don't think he could have kept doing it. Cause like at the same time McConan had that like Tuesday song at the exact same time. So that was clearly a weird era of music. That was just like letting weird stuff pop up. The fact that you niggas remember this so vividly. Y'all doing research? Like five years. <laughs> that was like that was like the base of like my love for music. Like those were the times. Fetty Wap. McConan, nigga. <laughs> McConan was McConan was influential. Tuesday. Um R.I.P. Fetty Wap. He didn't die. The man is still alive and well. But his career did. <laughs> Oh, man. You don't think if he had a hot single right now while he's really hot, you think he could come back? I think there's no room for him know. anymore. I think everybody sounds like yeah, Fetty Wap. Yeah, that flavor. That flavor. Why do you keep saying flavor? That's my word. That's <laughs> yeah. my word, flavor. Chance is really an industry critic. He'll just use words like flavor, lacking flavor, to critique niggas, <laughs> and it'll be okay. LP. This LP, LP. lacked flavor. It wasn't cohesive. Extended <laughs> His flavor wasn't cohesive. <laughs> that's a crazy, that's a chance line right there. But I mean, I don't know. Nothing else. Do we have anything else on Fetty Wap? I don't think there's anything else, again, else on Fetty Wap. Let's get into these releases because you already know who's coming this week. Pause. Even though, even though we have gotten some lackluster singles from Wana himself, um, I will say the last single, Wana, was a bit of a letdown. And the one skybox before that was a bit of a letdown. But I'm hyped for one. How Wana. do y'all feel about this following future? Like the week after. I love it. Like he ain't even, I don't know. I mean, I like it as a music fan, but. I mean, they're not in the same camp. I don't think YSL really cares what free bands or whatever they're doing. Like, Gunna's going to move on his own time. I think the Gunner Project is what streets need for real, but I'm just praying it's solid. Um, Gunner not I, making music for the streets. You're you're <laughs> geeking. You're geeking, geeking. You just want since when is <laughs> since when is your local college campus the streets? Man, you're just mad because he was our fucking Spring Fest uh, headline. That's the only reason <laughs> you're saying this. I'm not bad. I'm just kidding. Gunna don't make music for the streets no more. He making music for the people. Niggas in the streets like Gunna, bro. But I, I see what you're saying. I think Gunna's, like Gunna. he's evolved past that. He's no longer 
being heard in the streets. He's now like internet Travis Scott market. Nah, I disagree. I think he's he definitely maybe is, not as wide, but white people I've noticed the demographic of Gunna fans switch. They love him. Like seeing nah, I think I think him and baby. School, he was for the streets. Man, nah. They love him. I think him and Baby are in the same exact position to where they definitely are still making songs for the streets. Cause I'm sure those Atlanta niggas love Gunna. Love some fucking Gunna. Um Nigga, we know they like him, but that don't change the fact that they belong to the streets now. They don't belong to Atlanta. They belong to the streets. <laughs> I guess so. We didn't even get into Future's horrible merch, but that's a whole different topic, I guess. Um, Lazy merch. One of them, I think it'll be a cool project. Gunner hasn't really missed yet. He hasn't missed. Um, and he's he's unique enough. He flavors. I'm going to bring it up again. He got a lot of different flavors, in it, and a nigga could fuck with that. Like, you're going to get you a Gunner project, and you're going to have... You're going to have some shit. You're going to have some shit to get off, so... I just hope it isn't feature-heavy. He, he got that. I hope it's not mm. feature-heavy, because his last two projects... Or I think his whole catalog, personally, I think Gunna's best songs are the ones where he has no features on them, like Baby Birkin. I mean, give me the usual. Baby Birkin, Top Off. Um, I'll take the usual. Future, Thug, Baby. Um, give me a few wild cards. Throw two, three wild cards on there. You said what? What was that last? Throw two, throw two or three wild cards. Give me, give me the usual baby, uh, future thug. Then give me some different flavors. Give me a little R and B. Give me some R and B shit. Maybe a little Spanish track. No, some <laughs> salsa too. We don't need a salsa record from Chance be the worst A and R, bro. <laughs> give me some flavors. We man. gotta have. We gotta. We gotta make Chance an A and R for somebody's project. Whoever, whatever. Soul is willing to let their project That's probably go. A&R Dim Times. That's probably... <laughs> <laughs> that's why he wasn't killing it. I'm crying. I did kill that project. <laughs> I'm messing with you, bro. Niggas, niggas don't need to let y'all in r because y'all thought Nav had a, a decent outing last week. I oh, thought he had a Stop good it. Stop it. Y'all defended this man on the podcast. Niggas defended this man for 20 Stop minutes. What, what girl were you, Joseph, that Nav took from you? What girl did what? Nav take from you, bro? Why are you so hurt? Nav just... What did Nav do to you? For no reason. I never talked to no girl who was no Nav fan. You sure your girl didn't go backstage, just take a picture at Rolling Loud? <laughs> Dan Vegas? Nav wasn't even up, dummy. How do you Nav know? Nav was at Dan Vegas. Nobody wants the brown boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. No. Sorry, uh, Nav. N-A-V. Fuck, whatever the fuck that mean. I hope... My, uh-huh. like, long goal of this podcast is we get big enough to one day meet Nav. And I just want to see how Chance interacts with him. Yo, N- Chance is going to be... I mean, he already has a track record of being extremely phony in our in our group chat. <laughs> I wish I more people... Phony? I'm not phony. Oh, my gosh. I wish people could see this. First, Chance came on here and killed that Drake project and then said that, like, that song was, like, <laughs> I was like, not flaw- killing it. You said that joint was, like, flawless, like... I never time flies. You call yeah. Drake a you call Drake a perv for time flies. Then you started singing a hook for three days straight. Dude is a perv. It's appropriate for me. I'm 20 years old. Drake is 34, 35. Talking about hitting shots off a of fenster. No. And you were you were you were eating it up, or or as you would say, gushing the it. You were, that shit was gushing, <laughs> gushing all in a chance. Don't say with. that shit to me. Don't say that shit, <laughs> Don't say that shit to me, bro. Because. 
I know if you were to come face to face with Nav, you would be, yo, I'm such a big fan. Like, yo, how not. did the album go? Like, I'm not hating on the Brown Boys like, as a person. I where's the Uzi at? Literally just said Brown Boy, needs cool Brown Boy. Shit. This was two seconds ago. You've called him a non-essential worker. <laughs> I never said that. I said the music. You literally the, repeated the, the, the album. The album was weak. The album was weak. I I I will admit it. I said that the album was weak. What's your predictions but, for Lil Bit? I mean Lil Yachty. What's oh God, Lil Boat Three or Lil Boat? Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. I don't is. give a fuck about Lil Yachty. <laughs> Lil Yachty is dropping. He's dropping what nineteen Lil, songs? Yachty's trash, bro. Yachty's trash. It's not even getting. It's not even getting added. It's not even getting a play. It's I'm not getting no. a comeback. I'm not even gonna waste my time. All right, Taj was predicting a comeback for Yachty. I predict absolutely doo doo comeback. I I know it's about to be doo doo. Nigga predicting a comeback. I just know it's about to be doo doo. I'm predicting absolute butt from Yachty. Uh, that joint is about to just be horrible. I don't even. What was your prediction last episode? Wasn't it like what song did you say was gonna be the one from Future? Uh, hard to choose one. Ah, uh, it was, was cool. Not the one. It, it wasn't the one. It was cool though. It was cool. It would be in the middle. Probably at the bottom half. Of Definitely the bottom half. <laughs> All right. Who else is dropping? Uh, Lucky announced a, a mixtape, and then he said an album's following. Not this you week. You already know me. I need Lucky's it. Lucky's my top 10 favorite artist, so I'm excited. Two Lucky fanboys. Lucky my I favorite. Lucky chance. like that as my favorite him, rapper. <laughs> these niggas love this man. I don't know how I missed this concert. It was like $15. I don't know what I was doing. I'd be stressing over I know. I feel like I told you about it. I went. I was in there alone, just absorbing his pain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Chance, you got to give Lucky another chance. I listened to both his projects again from last year. Chance be too happy, bro. Chance be too happy. That's not true. Chance got a whole girl. He's in a whole relationship. You're too happy. I told him that. It was like he's too happy to enjoy it. I think that's the I'd reason you don't fighting, enjoy life. I be busy fighting my demons. I be busy battling my demons too, man. But I got I got flavors for that. R&B, when I'm in pain, man, that R&B got the flavor. Bro, stop. I, I'm going to add a flavor counter. I got my counter. go-tos, though. YB, YB, YB. <laughs> flavor counter. Bro, I like 10 for this episode alone. <laughs> hey, um, game, take a shot every time I say flavor. <laughs> you announced it at the end of the episode. All right. What else we got? Uh, G Herbal's dropping his deluxe uh, Friday, months later after his original. Are you guys happy with this deluxe since you guys didn't like Nav dropping a deluxe immediately? I thought uh, G Herbal had a better project than Wait, that. Wait, G Herbal's dropping his deluxe now? Yeah, Friday. Uh, I hate this trend. I don't care. I hate deluxe albums. That might be my number one biggest enemy 2020, deluxe albums, but... I don't but care. The deluxe is just, it's not even a deluxe album, bro. It's just an excuse to drop more songs while, while you hot. That's that's all it is. These albums have nothing to do with them. Like, The Weeknd dropped a true deluxe. Like, of course, he gave you bonus tracks, tracks he wanted you to hear, but they, they, they what's the word? They felt like they could have been a part of the album from Jump Street. You feel they me? Like, the flavor? they felt, they matched the flavor. There you go. They had, they had the same flavor. Um, so I don't I don't care if Herb Josh says deluxe cool. I'm down for more Herb, Herb music. I'm not the biggest Herb fan, but if you want to drop more music, kudos to my man. G- uh, Nav, Jeanette- I don't want to hear Nav first drop. So yo, this is yo, this is it's actually insane how much you hate Nav. We have a Nav like, and a flavor counter, just both. 
Both of them. No, I don't even hate Nav that much. It's just you niggas be trying to like. You just niggas love him so much. I don't, I don't yo, know. Love y'all him? claim y'all don't fuck with Nav, but y'all fuck with Nav. Y'all fuck with him heavy. I'm just anti-bullying. Shout out OG I'm not Cartoon Network. Just cause Taj, just cause I'm willing to call a project trash. You you are very afraid to call a project trash, I feel I'm like. not. I I'm feel not like you can be critical of a project, but you are afraid to call it trash. I call or trash bad. trash. <laughs> Nav's project is not trash, but I think I think you're one of those people who something is either this is project of the year or this is trash. There's a huge middle ground in between that. that I feel like that's not true. Go with that. I thought yeah, all the projects we got this week were good projects. I didn't think we got any project of the years. I didn't think we got any trash. Kehlani had a good project, a really solid project. Seven out of eight, seven out of ten, eight out of ten. Good project. Nav. Not good. <laughs> all right, Fantano. All right. Um, for all the ladies out there, man, Janae coming soon on some Chalumbo shit. Janae <laughs> Chalumbo. Janae oh, yeah, Aiko Chalumbo. Deluxe coming in another four four months later. Nice. I need I need that shit, though. The album was fire. The album was fire. I won't tracks. be mad at some extra Janae. I'm not mad at no... You if Janae won't Janae drop another project... Deluxe. If Janae won't drop another project... <laughs> That's what you feel for. I like that. <laughs> This coming from the same man who was listening. Where's this the coming from the same man who was listening to look at me and uh-huh. highest in the room before the pod. <laughs> he being his house listening to this shit. That's why <laughs> that's I why when I call him videos. out for listening to EA, he the reason EA uh still like number number three on the charts. Oh it's my god. Because he's streaming that shit. He got that shit in rotation. Rotation heavy. Uh, another project that dropped work out ten last times week that was pretty good that we didn't have time to talk about was um, Deontay Hitchcock. You might remember him from the um, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. He had a, um, probably one of the best verses on there. He dropped this project. He's an Atlanta rapper, but he's not like the other Atlanta rappers. He's kind of like, he has like a big crit sound minus all the bass. So that was a cool project. But yeah. Dreamville Taj reporting That was my live. last words. <laughs> Those are my last words. I was, I was standing with Dreamville. You and Chad on this man, son. I'm not OVO. You're, I'm you OVO. I'm, you tweeted I'm five owls in the last month alone. <laughs> I'm OVO EXO. Right, three bands. What? Okay. This man shouted out three different This man just shouted out three different clicks. Okay. OVO. OVO EXO. I'm OVO EXO free band. OVO times FBG. I'm o- no, that's not OVO times EXO. That's one. That's one in the same. FB- FBG. That's all one in the same. That's not. And I'm YSL Slime. <laughs> Y'all can see but Chance just wiped his nose on the Zoom call. <laughs> hey, YSL for life. Oh man. Um Facts. Any any last words, Chance, before I play my unheard artist? YSL for life, slap, baby. Slime. Fuck with us. Unheard forever. Unheard too. Unheard got added now. Okay. You hear um, me? Unheard <laughs> times YSL. Oh done? Facts. Alrighty. On that note, um, my unheard artist is going to be Jay Critch, one of the many royal. You top boy. One of the one of the one of the noble one of the New York nobles fighting for King of New York. Um, this is his record produced by Axel Beats, um, called Spooky. 
He turned his back on game for a little small change, that boy's a sellout I go on private planes, go right to the stage and the shows all sell out Life is a movie, still in this shit with my brothers and we never fell out Pull up with spooky, them bitches' eyes get wide like get out She wipe me down like Boosie, after I get in her mind, I hide, I'ma head out Feel like Biggie with the Coogee, big body, leave with all the hoes from the let out All these toys and tools, when we see the boys in blue, C6, we yell out Is the boy confused, my shooter don't let shit slide, he letting the let out Get greasy on him, Brody told me never take it easy on him Get the chicken like Friday, set him straight, he was talking all sideways Thought gonna hunt you down, big straps still punch you out All they do is run their mouth, send brother go calm that down Podcast over, dog.